Hi, and welcome to episode 10 of the Ento Podcast. Looking to stay up to date on all things entomorphology? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Ento Podcast with your host, Ross Bell. Hi, first off, just want to say that uh, next week is the Suburban Food Festival and Crick 8 are going to have a, a store there. So if you want to try some cricket goodies, then pop on by the Suburban Food Festival on the Sunday. I'm uh, so That's the Sunday the 14th. I'm also giving a day talk on edible insects and crickets. We've also got some news on the, the Green Film Festival that's been happening. So just like to say a big thanks to the guys at the Green Film Festival who have um, allowed Cricket to help with the screening of Bugs. So Bugs is the documentary made by the uh, Nordic Food Lab guys, so the, the people from Noma. Um, really good film. Um, if you get a chance to be at one of the Green Film Festival events and watch the film then you should get a chance to try some of our cricket products there as well on to the entomophagy news so the first story there's quite a some huge story for sort of europe I suppose it's saying it's it this comes from uh, swissinfo.ch and it's insect eating goes legal in switzerland so there is a video on this website, but it's um, there's a lot of text on there, and it's uh, in Swiss or Swiss German. I'm not entirely sure, but this is from the the article. Mealworms, crickets, and grasshoppers can now be served up in restaurants and sold in supermarkets thanks to a new law. The food safety regulations bringing Switzerland into line with the European Union came into effect on the first of May. Up until now, these insects could only be sold as pet food. A United Nations report from 2013 assessing insects' use, uses as food for humans may have influenced the Swiss government to change the law. The UN believed the bug should be exploited as a major, food, a major future food source. Insects make up part of the traditional diets of about 2 billion people, mostly in Africa, Asia and Latin America. And studies show that they contain significantly less saturated fats and more protein than meat and can be more sustainably produced. Swiss Info visited the startup Isento, which will be supplying insect balls and insect burgers to Switzerland's largest supermarket chains, Co-op, to find out if insects was more than just a fad. And there's a sort of the the video there, or there of when they met up. Like I say, there's a there's a lot in the video that's just sort of text. So I'll put a link to the show notes. So you can watch the the videos for your for yourself if you wish. Next up, consumers still bug out about eating insects, even processed ones. And this is from Food Dive by Christopher During. Western consumers are still unwilling to eat insects, whether whole or processed, and also reluctant to eat meat from animals fed insects, according to research from Wageningen University in the Netherlands. Researchers asked 2,654 consumers about eating insects in different forms, whole, freeze-dried, fried, processed into a product, and lead researcher Muriel Varein found little difference between reactions to the four products, and only half were willing to try them at all. Consumers also thought hamburgers made from meat, made from the meat of cattle that had been fed insects, would be hard to prepare, less safe, and not as tasty. There's still a long way to go as far as insect cons- consumption is concerned, Varane said. I would think eating insects is certainly an option for cattle feed in the short term. In the long term, invisibly processing insects into products instead of using 
whole visible one seems the best step forward in getting people to eat insects. Many manufacturers working with insects have tried to normalise insect consumption for Western consumers by processing crickets, mealworms or locusts into flour before using them to boost protein in familiar products such as bars and brownies. It's surprising that participants in this latest study had similar reactions to insects processed into foods as they did at whole insects. Efforts to beat consumers' disgust may need more work than previously thought. This may be in part reason why insect-containing foods are still a tiny niche. Exo Inc. of Brooklyn, New York and Chapel of Salt Lake City, Utah are two of about 25 US and Canadian food manufacturers currently using cricket powder in food products. Given that the realities of factory-farmed animals are already largely hidden from public view or avoided by consumers, Many may not care about insects and animal feed as much as the Wagenen study suggests. Marketing that plays up to sustainability and the back-to-nature aspect of animals eating insects could help overcome remaining concerns. It's also worth bearing in mind that with a global meat demand on the rise, the price of inputs is also rising. If meat from animals fed insects is significantly cheaper to produce, as expected, then its lower price may increase its palatability. The UN's FAO say the biggest challenge for insect ingredients is consumer acceptance. The FAO claim that disgust can be overcome relatively quickly, stating the rapid acceptance of raw fish in the form of sushi is a good example. And with around 2 billion people already consuming insects, widespread bug consumption still got a way to go in the US, but there's evidence that its, accept- its acceptance could one day become reality for many people. A lot of us have found this when we try to sell sort of our products, is that we generally get people turning their nose up um, if it's a if it's a whole insect. You can usually sort of, the, the children are, are usually more open to trying them. What we found is that when we try to give old insects or give samples away, people will try them. But then as soon as they find out there's an insect, so if it's in our pasta or if it's in the, the cookies that we make or the brownies, they'll uh, usually put them back. It does sort of brighten the day when you have a plate of brownies or cookies on your stall. And people, without uh, actually knowing what they're doing, just reach out, grab a handful and start munching away. And it's only when you ask them if they've ever eaten insects before that they suddenly sort of take a second look or start to think about what they're eating. But by then they've already tried it and realised that it it doesn't taste any different to uh, a normal sort of chocolate cookie. So next up we've got a story from thefoodinstitute.com. And this could insects take over the centre of the plate. This is by Jeanette Zitelli. Insect-based foods such as cricket flour cookies and protein bars are beginning to enter the food scene as a way to offer a more sustainable protein source. According to Ascento, an insect food company, mealworms produce little greenhouse gas compared to the other animals' protein sources and use less water. In the U.S., insects harvested for human consumption are subject to FDA inspection, but there is no explicit law allowing or forbidding their sale. As insect protein becomes more popular, though, many countries are beginning to see the need for government oversight. Insect-based food products can now legally be sold in Switzerland, what we heard in the last story. The law authorises food-containing mealworms, locusts and crickets, as long as they abide by the Federal Food Safety Office food safety's regulation. Supermarket chain Co-op responded by announcing plans to work with Essento to launch three products 
in and around its 100 branches during May, a burger, meatballs, and a third unspecified product. They may also sell a whole insect, either frozen or dried. Grocer Migros also said it may be interested in insects, but didn't have any specific details. However, it is still uncertain whether Swiss consumers will warm up to the idea of eating insects, according to a study from Bern University of Applied Sciences. Only 9% say they would try insects, while 32 said they are not opposed to the idea but prefer to wait and see, and about 60% said they wouldn't even try them. Even if consumers are a little grossed out by the initial idea of eating bugs, their affinity for sustainability may be enough to sway them. A survey from the International Food Information Council Foundation found that 41% of consumers in 2016 cited sustainability as having a large impact on their decision to buy foods and beverages, which was up from 35% in 2015. 7 in 10 think that it's important that the food products are produced in a sustainable way. Specifically consumers aged between 50 and 80, college grads and women, among 40% would even pay more for sustainable food. The last story we've got is um, from the Gothamist, and it's Gourmet Edible Insect Dinner Pairs Lobster with Larvae. It's by Nell Casey. There's nothing gross about eating bugs. People all over the world eat insects, including in New York City, where you can eat grasshoppers and fried silkworm as easily as you can ride a sugar unicorn. Friday presents another opportunity to get insects out of your fears and into your stomachs with an edible insect dinner pairing, lobster with larvae. The dinner serves as a fundraiser for artist Miru Kim, whose beautifully jarring series of photographic projects depict Kim nude in unexpected environments, including industrial pig farms and the bowels of New York City. Kim, who battled a lifelong fear of worms, eventually managed her larva phobia by consuming the worms and other insects, which led her to her other project, which tackles the fear and misconception of consuming insects with a dash of confrontation of the male gaze. In terms of the fear element, I'm working with the idea of facing your own fear, whatever it may be, in a productive and creative way, Kim told us about her project. In terms of subject, in terms of the subject of entomophagy, it's an important field to be more normalised in the Western world because of the environmental issues. Industrialised farming of animal proteins like beef, the worst of the mammal offenders, require massive amounts of energy and water compared to raising animals like crickets, Insects also provide other nutrients compared to the calories per weight and the bodies of insects like crickets are 80% edible compared with 40% of the cow. About 40 years ago, sushi was considered repulsive by most Americans, but now it's very popular and considered a luxury. Kim continues, Right now in the world, about 80% of all nations consume edible insects, but still perceived in our society as gross or uncivilized. Friday's Dinner, in a partnership with Dinner Echo and Chef Joseph Yoon, aims to present insects like grasshoppers and mealworms in an aesthetically pleasing and delicious way. Dishes include some traditional proteins like charred steak tartare crostini with spicy mealworms and lobster medallion with roasted waxworms. But every dish will prominently and proudly feature some kind of insect including dessert, cricket cream puffs, and cocktails. The Gangnam Hopper featured cricket whiskey. Many of the insects are actually quite tasty. The larvae are especially nutty and rich. For example, the palm weevil larvae, 
which I shot photos with and the per Peruvian Amazon, was so fatty that you can roast them without oil, and the skin gets very crispy and oily. They taste like mild, nutty cheese with bacon notes, Kim says. The ones with exoskeletons, like crickets and grasshoppers, are good deep-fried. Imagine soft shell... can always struggle with it. Soft shell crabs. My favourite was the dragonfly pupae I tried in Yunnan, in China. They tasted like delicate seafood. Kim hopes this meal will serve as both an insightful and delicious experience, and on a more practical level, will allow her to continue her work for Phobia Fagia by travelling to other regions of the world that embrace entomophagy. I'm planning to travel back to the Amazon, Mexico, Southeast Asia and South Africa and shoot with different kinds of live larvae when they're in season, Kim reveals. My photography work is not a direct political comment on the food issue, but poetry has a different kind of power to change people's perception. The dinner itself will not raise enough funds for the project, but it's the beginning of a long collaborative journey. Tickets are still available at the dinner party with Miru, Naked Soul, on Friday the 5th of May at 7. And it's at the, the Pond, uh, which is 253 West and 28th Street on the 4th floor. Started around $100. So I'll put a link to that and just got a, the menu as well, which you can... Have a look at. And that's it for this week's show. So don't forget if you know anyone who you think would be a good guest and would like to sort of be interviewed on sort of a maybe they run a, an insect farm or they produce cricket bars or biscuits, then if you get them to go across to the entopodcast.co.uk, there's a guest tabs there and if they can fill that in, we'll look at getting them onto a future episode. Until next time, sir. Thanks so much for listening to the Ento Podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theentopodcast.co.uk and on Facebook and Twitter at The Ento Podcast. We'll catch you next time.